Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. It's been a few weeks. Time to reconvene and talk the news in the world of professional wrestling. I have the entire Swoggle Squad here with me for the first time, and I couldn't tell you how long. We will start in, I believe, Nashville, Tennessee with Michael Wynn. Yeah, I'm here at home. Uh, However, that's not going to be the case uh, this whole month. Uh, I just realized today that February has 29 days, and I'm traveling or going to be uh, out of state for 15 of those days. So does anybody want to take over my job? No. I guess I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take over something. Yeah. Uh, no, you'll be all right. In Chicago, is Spencer. I ain't taking over nobody's lease. I'm broke. I'm, I'm the brokest guy on this recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> Richie, gotta give me run for my money. Okay, <laughs> are we talking about what we have well, in equity, not, or yeah, I'm talking about what what's liquid, baby. All right, if we're talking liquid, <laughs> I am dry. <laughs> uh, you just heard him in Chicago. Is rich. Uh, as we are on the road to WrestleMania, every podcast that we do from now until Mania, I will have a roadie on the road to WrestleMania. So today, uh, my beverage is Trader Jose. Uh, premium beer imported from Mexico exclusively from Trader Joe's. Very good. I thought you were just going to have a different person like cosplaying as the roadie from 1995. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, in Miami is Augie. Keeping the streak alive. I'm still not drawing any Rumble winners firsthand. Loving that. Uh, how's Sam feeling, by the way? Because she had way more beer than I've ever seen any woman consume. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> okay. She's <laughs> She's I wonder why you sound so free. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, she's she's at the doctor with Jillian right now because Jillian pooped four times in two hours. <laughs> so that's where she is right now. Uh, she takes after her father. Yep. God damn it! Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, oh, she's dead in New York. Is Tope? Edge. Edge. Sorry, I'm edging myself. Thinking about Edge. <laughs> this is why Topia wanted us to stop talking about the XFL before we started recording. He's like, I just want to talk about Edge. I just want to talk about Edge. I just want to talk about Edge. I need to come. I just need to come. Oh, Edge. <laughs> you motherfucker. You ruined my opening joke. It's like, all right, well, we've, we've waited long enough. The rumbles happened, of course. The big return that's very special to one of our hearts. Santina Morella, Rich. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell us everything. <laughs> uh-huh. About the epic return. But no, you had to ruin it with your stupid fucking favorite wrestler, Tope. Yeah, fuck you. Edge is back. I don't give a fuck. This entire 12-hour podcast is going to be all about Edge. Let me start in 1996. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing in 96. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Was he was he uh, rocking that cool Sexton Hardcastle gimmick? Yeah, that'll get over. <laughs> That's a great fucking name. It would have gotten over. It did get over. I want no it didn't. <laughs> what do you mean it got over? Where? <laughs> Everywhere. 
Why? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know what Tope wants to talk about to start. Uh, as Augie alluded to, uh, the Royal Rumble from when we were recording this a uh, little over a week ago. We've had, we've had two Raws since. Um, and yeah, yeah, we we briefly alluded to it, I think, on. Well, uh, Widen brought the odds up for both Edge and Punk. And one happened. Uh, the one that sh- I would say shouldn't have happened, but that's just for his own health, you know. Um, just let's just start talking about whatever. Just talk about the Rumble and how everyone felt about the overall show. Um, and how everyone, I mean, we've had nine days to think about it. What's how's everyone feeling on the road to WrestleMania as we start through the Rumble? I thought the Rumble was pretty shitty because I only had 96 points after it, and everyone else had like 280. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought they did a bad job <laughs> with picking what I picked for the winners. But um, well, you know what I loved about this year's pick I'm specific? I don't have the book in front of me, but every single one of us got something like individually, at least like you were the only one to pick Charlotte uh, Spencer for a winner, even though you didn't have her in your final four, which nope. bit you right in the ass. Augie <laughs> uh, was the only one to pick Drew to win the men's rumble. Go over to the Patreon uh, exclusive there and uh, listen to Augie's picks there. Why does he insist on doing this? Um, <laughs> um, there was a couple other ones. Like, Wynn was the only one. Augie's the only one that got Elias for, like, number two. Everyone, like, that went on on a lark on something at least was rewarded some more than others or some had their points displaced somewhere else. Yes. But, um, I believe who won pickums. That, that was me. That was win. Yes. Pickums are now hot and heavy. Uh, Wynn and I are now in a tie for first place and Tope is like one or two points behind us. So, um, that'll be interesting gauging there, but despite pickums, Spencer, did you enjoy the Royal Rumble show? Uh, quality wise. Uh, I think so. I was uh, I was still recovering from the candy rumble that I did earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the very controversial candy rumble. Uh, that will <laughs> add into the controversial men's rumble that you turned into the biggest heel in the stream because Rich was left alone. <laughs> was- <laughs> uh, how many powers do I have? You did you failed to answer that in the the chat yesterday. I apologize. I believe I didn't see that. I believe at the moment you have zero. What? Because I believe, <laughs> I believe you. Oh shit! Yeah, I, no. I, I can go through it. You uh, need to wear a pancake outfit. You need to watch the pilot episode of Hogan Knows Best. You need to watch a TNA match of my choice I've given you, and you need to come up with twenty wrestling punny song titles like "Don't Break My Heart," "My Achy Bready Heart." <laughs> <laughs> well, until you do some of those, you got nothing, man. Nothing. Uh... Uh, cut to us not hearing from Rich for the next 45 minutes while he comes up with 20 puns. What <laughs> <laughs> wearing a pancake outfit, <laughs> making notes about Nick Hogan. And watching Hogan knows best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Rich is your current champion. We're actually going to do our Twitch picks at the end of today's episode, not the beginning like we normally would, um, for the stream, which actually... Fuck, Rich, I'm sorry, the schedule. That's next week. <laughs> so, so you do have the lion's share of picks for the chamber, but you would only really have this week and next week's episode to conceivably use your powers on. So 
that's unfortunately the the way that the schedule works. But we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, other rumble thoughts. Tope, obviously, that was one of the greatest nights of your life. Oh, okay, settle down. I have a great <laughs> life. I don't need <laughs> Ed. Top two, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, it, it was a it was a good rumble, like uh, the pay per view itself. I don't think anything was that like unentertaining. I like the false kind of. Falls count anywhere match was it was what it was. Fiend and Brian was good. Uh, Becky and Oscar always have good chemistry together. Uh, I think maybe the worst spot, worse than the Undertaker, Brock Lesnar dead spot at WrestleMania 30. I think a match after the Rumble might be the new absolute dead spot because every single year they've had it, it's that match has just been fucking bad. Not bad. Sorry, just dead. Completely yeah. dead. Last year was it Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles? Yeah. <laughs> <It was> still... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then the first year after the men's match, it was the tag title match. I think. Yeah. It was Seth, and, Seth Rollins uh... and Jason Jordan sitting on the steps versus the bar. Oh, that match pissed me off so much. <laughs> and everybody was at concessions. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually they'll just either run them back to back, or they'll start the show with one. Well, even if they start the show with one, it's just, I guess it's the same thing. Something has to go on after it. But um, well, either way, people... I mean the second the second match is always like that slow spot. So yeah, whatever. of course, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, a lot of people were saying. So I know me and Augie with our big group, everyone loved the women's rumble. Women's rumble was, I think, definitively the best of the three women's rumble in terms of it just being the most seamless, the most uh, the most creative and also seemed like the first rumble was like the women's legend rumble last year was like the hey look at all these fun nxt stars this year nxt being a little bit more integrated it just felt like a regular ass match that you know deserved mm-hmm. to be there and that's why it was it was really really good a lot of people were saying the men's rumble was like the best ever and i agree it was great for exactly what it intended to do but i still don't know how i feel about it because it is essentially two definitive matches, which is what we talked about yeah. on the Pick'em show. It had a chance. Of, it, it was probably going to be is it's going to be the Brock Rumble, then it's going to settle into its own fucking thing. Um, so what did everyone kind of get from that? Or where they kind of stand on that Rumble? I wish Brock would have just gone all the way instead of getting kicked in the nuts. Boy, I really hate that plot device of getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as... Nuts still exist. It's still going to be used. <laughs> I got bad news for you, baby. Nuts for you, baby. What a fucking hill that be. Someone who just with like fucking boots just goes to town on someone's nuts. Just caught like a ten minutes bottom. Just nut, nut, nut. <laughs> I think the uh, you know what you know what Daniel Bryan like, uh... holds the guy's two arms and just like stomps on like his chin. <laughs> I want to say it was like a Def Jam Vendetta move like that, maybe. <laughs> Probably. I think you're right. I or think you're right. Like the worst thing for testicles ever. But Augie, you were you were here with someone, a room full of someone. Uh, I'm just when Tobey said nut, nut, nut. I'm just picturing like a reverse like Bukaki, where it's just one guy surrounded by fifty women all chanting at him. <laughs> nut, nut, nut. Uh, oh, you so, were in a room. Other other casual people. We had a, we had a good sized group, and most of them are not like 
like real wrestling fans, but the wrestling fans in the room got it. The other ones didn't. But you you kind of straddle that line. You've had some time to think about it. What do you what do you think? I, I think okay. So if, first of all, the women's rumble was fantastic, and I, and I think that actually kind of um, dampened the men's rumble at least at our little gathering party because everyone just got so fucked up and had such a great time, and the energy was so high with the women's rumble that when the men's one came on, I think everyone was kind of just a bit tired. I know Max was uh, knocked the hell out, but um, the women's rumble was fantastic. Everyone loved it. As far as the, the men's rumble, I mean, Mullet, you and I spoke about it. Like there were some guys that got buried that shouldn't have been in that spot in the very beginning with Brock Lesnar. Um, I had Who would you be say, referring to, Augie? So, oh, okay. Well, Augie. Like, um, you know, there's guys like, let's see, I, I had to pull up the list. So it's Elias, Eric Rowan, Robert Roode, uh, this fucking guy, John Morrison. Like, you even said specifically <laughs> that the Miz needed to be in that fucking spot because the Miz can take that and be fine. Whereas the Morrison just came back. John yeah. Morrison just came back. Then after that, you had Kofi, Ray, fine, but you're bur- you're kind of burying Kofi, Big E, Cesaro. They, I thought the only one that like got eliminated by Brock that did an amazing job of, I guess, debuting, and it would be Keith Lee. That fucking Keith Lee spot was awesome. Yeah, it, it cuts to Brock, and you see, you, you saw him go, "Ooh, big, big boy, boy. <laughs> big boy." <laughs> so, that was sweet. I don't want I, I don't want anybody giving Brock grief. That was a master class of those like 25 minutes of everything he can and should be doing uh, from physicality, from putting dudes over despite burying certain people and also just being one of the most unintentionally and intentionally funny people of all time. If you haven't watched Brock Lesnar dance in MVP's theme, uh, no, that's the current front runner for the Scarlet Bodo deep dive of the year in 2020. Just like hip hop Brock Lesnar almost won it the first year. So, if, if give me like a, let me go over this really quick. Elias, one minute. Eric Rowan, eight seconds. Robert Roode, forty-one seconds. John Morrison, nine seconds. Eric Rowan beat him by a second. Uh, Kofi Kingston, fine, five minutes six seconds. Rey Mysterio, two fifty-four. Big E, fifty-three seconds. Uh, Cesaro, eighteen seconds. Shelton Benjamin, thirty-seven seconds. Shinsuke Nakamura, twenty seconds. And MVP, 24 seconds, and then you have Keith Lee at three and a half minutes and Braun Strowman with a minute 48. But how many of those could have won shortest of the ring in any other Rumble every other fucking year? Quite a few, and none of us picked them. <laughs> Not a single one of us picked any of those fucking people. Yeah, it, it, but then it led to who's after that, Drew McIntyre in the ring for 35 minutes. and Well, actually, it was Ricochet. Uh, who I think yep. is still some is going to land eventually from him. We have our, our uh, again, not to give awards out, but our 2020 Yeet of the Year nominee for Drew McIntyre <laughs> just absolutely destroying Ricochet out of the ring. Um, yeah, it's... I still, I've watched it twice total, and I still don't know how I feel as it overall. Because um, then also the second half of the Rumble, you have what will probably go down as like the best return ever right like wait in 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 a rumble or i i rumble definitely beating cena man and then I... ever what beats ever what 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 beats that ever only whew. i mean the only the only thing i can think of and of course it's fucking going to come for me was triple h's return like that's the only 
it's close. It's close. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, not talking, it's close. I'm not talking about length of time that they were out. I'm not talking about like the sheer unbelievability of them coming back. I'm talking about like audience pop. That's what I'm talking about. Pop, all right, pop. I will give you. I, and yeah, I should have clarified because Triple H it was advertised the whole goddamn show with a fucking U2 song. He was coming out at the end of the goddamn show. Uh, what about the Cena this, return? That's what I'm saying. The Cena, the Cena Rumble return would be close because they're both surprise Rumble returns. Uh, for a surprise return, no matter how much it was rumored and and uh, and, and talked about. Until it actually happened, that that's all that mattered. So, and I know Tope is just trying to reverse jinx it because Tope knows his answer is yes. <laughs> Man, I I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know. I I need to think about that one. In a slightly different manner, is AJ Styles' uh, Rumble debut up there? Not in the same exact way, but in in like a surprising so, way. So for debut, yes, but this is, no. Edge is like a return. Yeah, yeah so there's yeah, yeah. there's levels. Of, AJ sure. would definitely be Rumble debut, of course, absolutely. The, I remember um, the next day, like, I watched it, uh, the return of numerous times, and I was like, I wonder how it went on the watch-along. And I pulled, and I got the clip of watch-along when it came out. And Xavier, like, Xavier Woods is on the brink of tears. <laughs> He's like, he's like, oh, no, he's going to cry. Don't do that because then I'm going to cry. And he's literally on the brink of tears. And then 10 seconds, 15 seconds later, it goes to sheer insanity because someone loves cut scenes too much. Yeah, that was horrible. You guys continue discussing. I'll be right back, okay? Keep, keep the conversation going. Hmm, that's okay. strange. Uh, I saw somebody... <laughs> Maybe on Reddit or Twitter or something, but they basically they they took what you're talking about, within like how they cut, like we just missed Edge's first and maybe yep. second spear. I don't remember if we missed the second one or not. Uh, but yeah, so some fan was like, "Well, here's what should have happened," and they like had footage from their cell phone sure. that was actually so much better than what the WWE put out. Yeah, of course, of course, because the first one he gave it to is Dolph, and you know Dolph is yeah. gonna bump like a man high on cocaine for that <laughs> which which he did it was a beautiful bump that he took for that um that, that was a great pun with i'm gonna just say that it was good <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I wanted to appreciate that i i always pop her up cocaine bump pun <laughs> <laughs> but like like you know even if you hadn't told me anything like even if even if it was like real what I'm trying to get at is like if no one knew what was gonna happen in the rumble, which isn't the case, you gotta know the first spot of Edge's like entrance is gonna be a spear. Why would you ever cut away from him in the first five seconds? Kevin Dunn just trying to get too many audience shots. I I think someone counted it up in the fur from Edge's theme music hits to you see him like come through like the the fog and the, and the smoke in that like 15 second period there was like 31 cuts jesus christ it was it, it was just unreal like just what is that production choice cuz i feel like it's so much more impactful just to like stay on him right like imagine a movie where like you know thor comes out of the wreckage of some spaceship and you haven't seen him for you know 
the last hour of the movie and they just like cut to the action shots of like spider-man and you know other heroes i can't think of right now i don't know i don't know i don't go ahead rich i'm back a lot of it's like um selling the experience of being there live and yeah just trying to like you know sell future tickets and shit like that like you never know what's gonna happen i mean yeah it's it's no, they're, they're, I know, I know. You're just trying to figure out some no, 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 that's possible. Like, no, no, that's like that their part of excuse. It. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Capturing they, 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 they never know when the next like shocked Undertaker streak ending guy or Ms. Girl is going to be in the crowd to add to these iconic moments that they can show in these video packages for decades to come. So that's Back. that's part of it, and also uh, uh, poor direction. <laughs> just a, a, yeah. a, 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 a director who's been bad at his job and failing upwards for over 35, 40 years. Because his dad saved some videotapes out of a car. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. Like, people give Kevin Dunn a lot of shit. And, like, I know, and I think we all know how hard that job is. And we know how hard it is because we literally can't think of the greatest director or anyone else in any other company who's ever done it because I don't think anyone's good at it. It's so no. fucking hard. I don't know if I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. It's sort of like the art isn't concealing the art. Like if you were really good at your job, we wouldn't care. You because we wouldn't be thinking about it. See, and I'll, I'll think about that saying because I've thought about this before, and I thought about that because you you could say the same thing about a referee. You can say the same thing mm. about something like that. And it's like no, we know who the referees are. <laughs> we know yeah. who the good writers are. In wrestling, we know That's who the good agents are, but we don't know who the good directors are. <laughs> it's one of those things. But I just think it's a really fucking hard job, and like TNA was never good at it. AEW is going through their growing pains. WCW <laughs> can go fuck itself. ROH. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one gives a fuck about no bullshit ROH. Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about ROH in a little bit because I. I want to. I don't. We yeah. don't have to, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that, that's actually so one of the few things I know about right now. Yeah. So, um, so post Rumble, we are starting to have a a mania narrative set in place. So obviously, Brock and Drew is the WWE title match. hasn't been be- hasn't started yet, but Roman and the Fiend is still assumed for SmackDown. Uh, you have. Becky and Shayna still pretty much on on the books. Um, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley seems to be, even though they addressed it now on Raw, which is never a, a great sign. <laughs> um, in terms of them like trying to misdirect people, but that's what people are thinking. Edge and Orton. Uh, how'd you feel about that angle, Tope? Uh, I I kind of wish his first match back and i don't know if they were going that way i would have liked it to be like against aj or against or even like a tag match first i just it's it's great heat for someone who doesn't need great heat and that's yeah. what sure. sucks i i think the reason why is because there's i don't know if there is definitely some trepidation because i mean he was taking fucking knees and kicks and everything else he was in the rubble like third longest it's like why is he in the rubble third longest he's fucking he just his neck was broke for 10 fucking years. But um, I think Orton's a safe choice in terms of somebody that can... They're two guys that know how to put a good entertaining match together. And they're probably something that Edge wants to do in a story he wants to tell. Um, but I agree with you. I thought that that was going to be like uh, them wrestling 
uh, Buddy Murphy and Rollins for the tag titles, and then you did the turn. But no, they just went right, right fucking for it. Um, uh, Raw last night was crazy. <laughs> uh, Raw last night was, hey, all these people uh, just fought a blizzard to be here. They almost didn't have a show last night because of the weather. And they haven't been in Utah like in 10 years. Uh, yes, I believe. So the crowd was hot as fuck. And then they gave him a really fun show that had a bunch of random returns and debuts. And yeah, it's 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 weird that Raw has been consistently so much better than SmackDown. <laughs> uh, as of, who, as of uh, late. Sorry. who uh who showed up and who debuted? I, I didn't catch this. Uh, so Ruby Riot returned. Cool. From injury. Uh, I'm I know eight eight days too late for oh, most of us for our pickups. <laughs> uh, she, she came and beat up Liv Morgan. Uh, um, Angel Garza debuted on WWE TV uh, as uh, Zeno Vega's next client while Andrade's out with a suspension. Um, who else? There was somebody else I'm forgetting. Oh, well, Rhea Ripley, as I mentioned, came out to confront mm-hmm. Charlotte with the NXT title. I think that was it. That was fun. Yeah, and then they had, there was a really good six-man elimination match. Um, the main event was decent. Ricochet won. Ricochet will be wrestling Brock in Saudi Arabia this month um, because they're still doing that. Uh, Drew McIntyre had a really good uh, promo. He's really getting over his baby face with the crowd. Uh, Told Mojo Rawley, who is the the 24-7 champion, that as soon as he's done talking, he's going to beat him in three seconds. He was done talking, and he beat him in three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) They've called up fucking Riddick Moss, who I think maybe only Rich and I know who that is. What? You don't know this? <laughs> no, I know. I'm just what? <laughs> so last week, so last week, Mojo Raleigh comes to the ring with his offensive lineman, as he's called, Riddick Moss, who is some dipshit that's been in NXT since Rich and I were going to NXT tapings because we lived in Gainesville. The guy that almost killed Kenta three times. Uh, he's just a big Jack fucking Hoss football dude, and he's gonna be like Mojo Raleigh's muscle. So, like, Mojo beat Noe Jose in five seconds. Then our truth came out and still beat Mojo Raleigh because <laughs> Riddick Moss is bad at his job. And then Riddick Moss did something. Then Mojo Raleigh won the title back. So this week, Riddick Moss stood at ringside when Mojo Raleigh got beat by three seconds. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the other call-up that I've wasted too much time talking about. <laughs> I think this was somehow a fuck you of the week on Riddick Moss. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to call it that. Nah, man, it's um, gotta be for, it's gotta be for somebody who deserves it, man. Somebody, oh, somebody who has a batting average. Great point. Doesn't doesn't deserve it. Um, Rich, you're always into the industry news. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the perceived or the ramifications of what's happened in the front office as of late? I uh, am very out of the loop on everything, okay. so I'm sorry. <laughs> No, oh, you're good. You're good. I just we used to, back in the day we used to kind of yeah. Uh, I know uh, that they uh, did push out uh, top executives George Barrios and and someone else whose name I cannot recall at the very moment. Um, yeah, but as that uh, first quarter call or fourth quarter call was going down, like the or the, the NXT, <laughs> the WWE stock was like taking a real bad hit. Um, I'm mm. curious. It's probably back to fine by now. That's just how that shit fucking works. Um, 
they're they're on the mend. They're coming back up. Like they were in the sixties, like sixty dollar per unit for a while, um, which is very good for them. And they're they got hit back down to the forties, but they're like upper forties right now. They're on the way back up. Um, a lot of people speculate that they're just gonna like move over to XFL or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's all I was able to really glean from just like Reddit and Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. Uh- People, journalists in the wrestling business, neither here nor there, uh, are making a big <laughs> deal of it in terms of it's all related to apparently they've like besides uh, besides TV rights, they're down on everything year over year. So heads had to roll for that. Apparently, um, I never give too much of a mind of any of that nowadays, really. Because we don't talk about ratings on the show because ratings really don't fucking matter in this day and age um, in terms of, I guess, the well, Tope can probably talk about that a little bit better because Tope fucking works in that field. But uh, am I kind of right there, Tope? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a thing. It's first off, it is. I'll say this to my face turns purple. It is so fucking dumb how ratings in 2020 are still calculated that we take a sample of people in fucking Iowa. That bullshit. That's <laughs> I didn't mean to make it about that shit. I just picked the random random state, and there you go. And fucking Minnesota decide, oh, hey, a bunch of these people watch this. Let's go with that as the the number. It's like, ratings don't matter. The only thing that rates that means a damn is live sports, and that's why wrestling, money-wise, is doing really well. Yeah. So, So that doesn't matter... And everything else doesn't matter because what are they going to care? Oh, no. Live events are down. Oh, darn. Only 4,000 people came out to Kalamazoo to see our SmackDown show. Uh, What are we going to do? Hey, did that Fox check clear? We're good. (laughs) It's the same same thing with AEW. AEW just signed, just got extended to 2023 uh, through TNT. And, like, they haven't talked, like, originally they were going to be like, oh, we're probably going to run, like, a hundred shows. They're like, no, we can run a show a week. We're good. <laughs> like, we're, we got money. Like, why the fuck would they need to run stuff? So, I think it's more so in terms of shit. I think it's more so in terms of, um, uh, we've talked about before, I don't know how recently on the show, that a lot of things make sense for them to potentially try to get, like, bought at a certain point. <laughs> And that's one of those like front office moves that could be clearing the way for somebody to come on board and like gobble WWE up, which would be, I would, I would love to see that just to see what would happen. Like if Disney bought WWE, that'd be the craziest fucking thing in my lifetime. But it's like not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> just I would where even we say are. it's like probable. Yeah, like that's that's probably the, the better word for it is that sometime in the next five years, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Will they will sell WWE to Universal? Universal's actually NBC Universal's probably more likely because of the USA connection they've mm-hmm. had forever, and they would want it. That's something that they can compete with ESPN and and ABC and Disney with. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 crazy that almost ten years ago when we started this, we were talking about fucking bullshit nonsense. Joshi Tatsu 
and wiener sucking. And, <laughs> and here we are. This company might get bought by Disney. <laughs> it's just, oh, how things change. Uh, what else in the world of WWE, uh, like news-wise, have we not covered that we may want to cover? A lot of there was a lot of good stuff at uh, the show be uh, before Mania Worlds Collide. It's Clyde NXT all doing great work. Uh, uh, condo- not condolences, but uh, get well, Alexander Wolf. I hope he's w- waking up since. Um, and that was very scary. If you didn't, uh, I don't think Augie, we didn't watch contract? any of that. Is it no, his contract? It- he has to get severely injured every time he wrestles. <laughs> yes, at least in a high profile like four yeah. on four match, like you did in War Games when he had like. An open gaping wound. Did we go back and yeah. watch any of that? I just showed you him getting knocked nah. the fuck out. Of yeah, that's all you showed me. Yeah, the most important part of the whole show is just him getting knocked out. And I think I saw that like seven times. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and then we have there's a takeover coming up soon. Uh, Portland. Is it this weekend? No, I think I think it's like two weekends. Okay. not not this weekend, but the following. Yeah, I think it's the twenty fifth, something like that. Yeah, we have. Like, I need to ask a question here because nobody knows what the fuck's going on. It is the sixteenth. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so not this Saturday. No, that's a Sunday. They're running. They're running Sundays now. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not like doing shows in conjunction with other interviews anymore. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, because what there is some show. What wrestling show am I thinking of? That's like soon. Uh, AEW's I, pay-per-view? I think that's afterwards. It's a right, busy right. month, because I know we have Super Showdown, we have TakeOver Portland, we have Revolution, which is the AEW pay-per-view. Um, we have... There's, I, there's, I want to say there's at least one or two more. You're sure not talking about ROH. I, I am, and I'm not. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I know. So let's just get to it. <laughs> so... <laughs> so Huge upheaval in ROH since we've last shit all down their necks. Um, uh, Marty Squirrel has re-signed with ROH. Yeah. So he didn't take our Swaggy Award to heart, but he did so because they basically gave him the book and he's going to be the, the creative in ROH now. Uh, they finally gotten rid of Delirious. He's in a consultant role. They've given the women's division instead of giving it to... I think Bully Ray was in charge of the women's division. That's the filthiest sentence I've ever said in my <laughs> life. Um, they gave it to Jonathan Gresham, who's much more suited for that sort of thing. And now they're getting buzzed because I think it's this month. They're doing a big show that's like past versus present. So they're bringing in a lot of their old former talents like homicides coming in and guys like you'd never think like nobody on this podcast know who the fuck Xavier is. He's the ROH champion that nobody liked, that nobody cared about, and hasn't wrestled for the company in like 18 years. But they're bringing him in because this is such a novelty that it's like, oh yeah, cool, Xavier. I'm glad he's getting off from that uh, from that auto uh, loan company that weekend. <laughs> um, but it's again, it's it's something different. It's generating buzz, guys. I don't know if I want. I I've been an ROH fan since its inception. I don't know if I want to live in the ROH renaissance era. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to shit on ROH. <laughs> and it's sad that it might be so short-lived. Yeah, there's, there's almost too much good wrestling. We need somebody to still be bad. 
Right? Like, like Impact right now is is solid. Not a lot you can make fun of. There's there's plenty you can criticize. I don't know if we want to get into that, but we can. Um, NWA is like this fun, cool thing. We need we need a dipshit company. We do. <laughs> they will always and, be a dipshit company. It if we can start from WWE 2000. I guarantee you go through every year. There was like, look what the fuck this bullshit company's doing. <laughs> I guess. I mean, well, we do have. Uh, what was the? I just saw not the shit on like a death matches, but there was somebody not GCW because GCW is great, but I think it was a GCW show. I just saw somebody took a sidewalk slam on a knife board. Oh, oh no. Now, now, how would you make a knife board? (laughs) You just take a board, prop it up with two chairs, just take a bunch of knives, put them through the board, flip it over. Knife board. No. no, (laughs) Knife board, Barry Windham. (laughs) (laughs) That makes so much more sense. So they took like a sheet of plywood and they took like, I want to say like a dozen knives and they like super glued them to the board with all the sharp knife sides facing up. <laughs> so so, so do, you, do you mean like they're not... Let me try to envision this. <laughs> they're not pointing <laughs> up. They're not like eight inch long like nails sticking out of it. They're like on their, on their backs, so to speak. Is that what it they're, is? Yes, they're on their backs. Okay, so the blades are only like an inch high and long, not pointy. But there's a... But there's a dozen of them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, but it is much safer. <laughs> if he if he'd saw the spot that I did, he wouldn't say that <laughs> because because it wasn't it wasn't pretty. I won't send it. You know what clip is bad when I won't send it. <laughs> can can I'll make can you, you se- no? Just tell me what to search. <laughs> I don't even remember. I I literally the only reason I saw was because I was just like I like. Re- refreshed my Twitter to the very top, and it was like the top thing on the feed. And I was like, "What the fuck? What is? Oh God, no!" <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's the dipshit thing going on nowadays. <laughs> it's it's knife boards. Sidewalk um, slam knife. Sidewalk slam knife board re- uh, returned about two million one hundred forty thousand results. <laughs> Thanks. I would love to know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. How to make a magnetic knife holder three different ways. <laughs> Oh, fun. Let's do some arts and crafts on the podcast. <laughs> um, what else? What else? The news. Uh, so we haven't discussed AW. They just got off of a boat. Um, <laughs> I, just love, like, I just love I can talk about wrestling and be like, hey, they just got off of a boat. Have I, I know a lot of us have been very busy. And as Spencer just said, there is too much goddamn wrestling to watch right now. And I'm doing my fucking best. Augie asked me when he was here for when he's like, "How are you doing this?" I'm like, "I'm not. <laughs> I really am not. It's not possible. Like, you seek out the stuff that's universally acclaimed. I seek out the stuff that's universally hated because I just love it. And then you just try to watch the highlights from everything else. So I I record eight Dynamite every single week, and I read the recap, and then I kind of go from there. Um, and something that I've noticed, I know other people have noticed over the past couple weeks, not on the crew specifically, but in other Dynamites and Darks is them going to some newer towns or like not the main places like a Chicago or 
um, you know, like Memphis and like the hotbeds of wrestling in the past, but like a Cleveland or maybe even a Detroit, I think was one. And them being like still really good shows, but the crowd kind of being like more like a tired, bored, like mainstream wrestling crowd. And I kind of was interested if anybody else has picked up on that or like noticed that dynamic in that it's kind of settling into, as Richard pointed out, almost at the jump of Dynamite, just another wrestling company, a good wrestling company, but just a regular wrestling company. Hmm. Yeah, how, how do you distinguish yourself from the landscape? Yeah. Or, like... or how do you, and how do you, how do you keep doing it? Like, cause they do it, but it's hard to do it 52 weeks a year because 52 weeks a year, you have to have a product. Go ahead. Topa. No, no, I was literally, literally took the words of my mouth. I'm like, uh, we love breaking bad. But I don't think I could watch 52 weeks of Breaking Bad. And I don't think they could write 52 weeks of Breaking Bad. So it's like, mm. as, and I almost think, like, as good as we want all these companies to be, like, people need to understand it's not going to be amazing every week. And if your expectations are that high, like, you're going to be disappointed. You, you have to be. That's interesting. So, sort of like Lucha Underground. Uh, like, best case scenario, Lucha Underground, where it's like, if they could put out, like, I don't know, let's say a, 25 week season or something and then take the rest of the year yep. off and do house shows or something. I've yeah, always episodic. I've always uh, been in favor and I've never really seen too many people propose this type of thing of a split schedule. Like hire a big fat fucking roster and then split the roster mm-hmm. and you have your two marquee shows your you know your biggest show of the year and then your your second biggest show of the year Mm -hmm. and use those as both your season premieres and season finales for both rosters Mm -hmm. and like whoever you need to like rotate in to get new fresh matchups and stuff like that like you know then you write it Uh, i think a thing that doesn't help them right now is they don't have actual writers and this is a beautiful position they're in to actual actually hire like diverse a diverse writing room which would be the first thing It'd be the first time that ever happened in wrestling history. Uh, Hire a woman to write your women's division for fuck's sake. That doesn't work. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Let's get Bully Ray. Let's get get someone who knows women. Let's get Bully Ray. Like, it's right in front of them. And I feel like they are a little too bound to tradition. The tradition of being the competition. To really kind of see the forest through the trees. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, Muppets. No. Get fucking Muppets on the show. Every week. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 They're fucking over, though. A traditional, a traditional rich point. Five minutes of great analysis. And then, just give me Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, so I do think that so AW is getting another show. They're basically going to put Dark on TV, is what I assume, yeah. because the roster is already getting deflated, and that doesn't even include the fact that they are almost confirmed to be bringing in Luke Harper. They almost are confirmed to have signed Brian Cage as soon as he's healed. Like they are almost. There's another big motherfucker. Who else am I forgetting? There's like three. Maybe the revival. Huge dudes, yeah. Maybe the revival if if their if request four thirty six gets to Vince's desk. Um, <laughs> but there was there was another there was another like single like singles guy that was like in the vein of Cage and Harper that was like, oh, this guy's not Darby Allen. This guy's like six four two something. You know, like a uh, fucking 
as Tobey would say, a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, Morrison in a year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <you don't know. laughs> but uh, but yeah, you need it. It's it sorry, sorry. I meant uh, Johnny Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much better, than John Morrison. Oh God. Um. So yeah, it's like you need you need balance, and even with what four rosters technically now that WWE has, you can even almost count it five because they have this whole NXT live roster that like never hardly sees TV. That are just people like waiting for their chance to hopefully sniff television, and then and then do things like hey, they signed Timothy Thatcher, they just fucking signed another like indie guy. I forget who the fuck he was. They also um, just signed uh, uh, Asia uh, Asia Pereira, who I th- think is Shane Strickland's girlfriend. I think I got that right. Sure, you could literally just take any two fucking names and tell me they sell. They like it couldn't even be a wrestler. I yeah. believe that they, they've been signed. Popo Gijo. They signed Gregory Gumtree. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I like his work. You know, MLW signed him and they let him slip through his fingers again. That's so, right. so I pulled. Oh, that's a real person? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I was I a bit. <laughs> no, it was a bit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're right. Uh, don't wait, uh, Tope. Remember, remember Ken Kerbis. <laughs> Ken Kerbis. Oh. Ken Kerbis. That, that's a real one. <laughs> um, Never give me alcohol and watch any wrestling ever again. <laughs> deal. Um, speaking of which, I mentioned MLW. I won't go too in depth on MLW as I've told Rich and Tope. I've actually had to do like quote unquote business dealings with MLW recently. That's all I'm going to get into, and they're very fun. <laughs> the- one day I'll share them with the world. I wanted to hop. I just want to hop back real quick and and piggyback on you were saying about these NXT people who are not seeing TV. Uh, there was I saw an example of that uh, earlier this week. I don't know if anybody remembers, but the Evolve show that they put on the network, the guy yeah. who faced off against Anthony Ruas, uh, or or whatever his name is, Anthony Henry. Um, yeah. Great wrestlers, seen him wrestle a number of times with JD Drake, Workhorseman, great stuff. Like he came out and said that he wasn't going to be wrestling with Evolve anymore because ultimately he saw it go into NXT and he's 36 and he doesn't have time to two, three years just to be there in NXT and try to work his way up to try to get onto TV. Well, you bring up Evolve and Lord knows there's been enough fucking shit on Twitter between the last time we recorded and now about yeah. Evolve and Gabe and not paying people and whatnot. So, but the, yeah, so but that's I, but that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying. I'm just No, 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 I know. I'm just saying that also brings up other things about Evolve. Right. So I want I want to keep it light and fun instead of going into Tessa Blanchard and Gabe Sapolsky. I'm gonna play a little impromptu game. Augie, I'm gonna name you five <laughs> people. That are signed to a wrestling company right now, and I want you to guess which fucking company they're signed to. So this is <laughs> all right. Oh, hey, is this who we play and for with Augie? This is who we play for. Da, 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 da. Hey, <laughs> uh, all right, Augie. <laughs> Fuck, I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> all right, Augie, I'm gonna give you an easy one to start. Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, yeah. Who do you so- play for? Dijakovic. Um, let's go with ROH. 
Oh, no, Augie, of course, that would be NXT. NXT would be the correct name. Formerly ROH, so I'll give you a half point there because he really worked for them at some point in his career. He was literally on the past war games we just did pick'ems for. (laughs) (laughs) All right, got a tag team for you here. Tag team for you. The Dark Order. The Dark Order. Um... What was uh shit? What was the wrestling show we went? Blackcraft. <laughs> that's a good guess. <laughs> no, Augie, that company ended at the show that we saw. No, that's AEW, Augie. We literally saw them uh live. <laughs> Daytona. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you don't Augie Augie won't forget Daytona. Um next. Uh, Myron Reed, Augie. Who's Myron Reed play for? They're getting more difficult. I'm sorry. Some of some of the other people might not know this one. Yeah, I'm not sure if I know this one. Chikara. No, we're not talking about Chikara today either, because that's another one that I was going to mention that's had some some troubles recently. No, that's MLW, Augie. MLW. He's the current MLW middleweight champion because they have a middleweight champion. What is MLW? Uh, Major League Wrestling. Mm, okay, so it's like baseball and wrestling. <laughs> yes, everyone. Yes, there's runs. Heads, there's weird. triples. There's h- doubles and home runs. It's great. Yep. Wolfgang, Augie. Who does Wolfgang play for? Oh, that's ROH. No, Augie. <laughs> that's NXT UK. God damn it! NXT UK. All right, and uh, finally, got to get a lady in there. Chris Statlander, Augie. Who does Chris Statlander play for? That's a girl, Chris Statlander, like Jeff Hostetler. Yes, uh, exactly like exactly <laughs> like former Raiders quarterback Jeff Hostetler. Yes, uh, Statlander. Uh, let's um, AEW. Oh, he got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just like Barkley himself, he got one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> now do that same quiz again in uh, WrestleMania Pick'em Show. <laughs> You're just saying that. I'm, I'm doing it in next week's game episode. What are you fucking um, That just goes to show. And I named, like, I named, besides Myron Reed, sure, he's a champion, but it's fucking MLW. I named prominent people on all those rosters. And sure, it's Augie, but it... Like, that's the landscape we're in right now. I started to prepare for March of Madness yesterday because I was so goddamn hungry that I had to keep my brain fucking occupied. And it did not help (laughs) because I have no idea how in four weeks' time we're going to sit down and pick not 64 people because we always do play-ins now. But, like, you could literally do a 128-person tournament very easily. Oh, my God. God, we're not doing that. Thank, <laughs> Let me be thank very you. Clear. That's not what's happening. But it's very, like there's going to be people this year. Like we're going to be seeing these set lines in the sands. Like this person needs to be in here or deserves to be in it. There's going to be some that just are, it just can't happen. Like prominent names, prominent people, prominent champions, because there's too much national wrestling. It's a great time, but you gotta. You gotta come up with it. You, you gotta figure it out. And then if they even count like like regional wrestling, like Rich, you and Spencer, you're still doing like all the freelance shows and stuff, right? 
Uh, I'm going to start getting back into it because for a while I was working at a bar where I worked on Friday nights, which is when they have shows. But as of right now, right. I am uh, Friday night free. And they're starting an hour early, which as uh, someone in their 30s is pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have freelance. AAW, um, you get a lot of, uh, again, Shikara shows and other things like that. Widen's got, you know. Freelance. Uh, we also have AAW. We also have Warrior Wrestling. Um, we also yeah. do get, like, the the swings of, like, other uh, little shows. Black Label Pro's not far mm. in Indiana. Um, yeah, there's so much fucking Midwest wrestling. And then, yeah, Widen has uh, Southern Underground and uh, uh, Scenic City, uh, which does stuff over in Chattanooga. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 prime time for this, and it's there's something for everybody. So find what you like and enjoy it, and hopefully we'll talk about it. <laughs> it's basically what it what it boils down to. That's why like I don't want to get too knee deep into some of the the shit. Like I I ain't got to talk about Tessa Blanchard maybe being a bad person. I ain't got to talk about. Fucking what did Rich bring up? Gabe Sapolsky being a bad person. I gotta talk about seemingly like five dudes in Chikara all being bad people. Like we can talk about that off air. We're here to have fun and entertain and, and do whatever. Um I want oh Tope, talk about Edge for ninety seconds. One more time. <laughs> oh man, it's it's you wait for these moments your entire life <laughs> for your favorite wrestler <laughs> to have a terrible neck injury. Because he's a shit <laughs> and does shit like spears off a goddamn ladder on Jeff Hardy's ass. Hey, where's <laughs> Jeff Hardy at? That should be a match again. That'd be fun. I'm just. Oh. It's. They gave him pyro. That's all that matters. <laughs> In the middle of a rumble. <laughs> yeah. That, that kind of reminds me. I wonder if that was the person you're trying to think of earlier, Mullet, that was getting signed to AEW possibly as the uh, is Matt Hardy followed soon after by Jeff Hardy. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I thought you were actually going to say Edge because part of the reason they cleared Edge is because he was almost going to sign with AEW. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That would have been money, kind they're of throwing money around. Spicy as hell. Yeah. If, if a, basically, guys are using other companies for leverage. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, so there's a prevalent theory about a lot of different people being the long-term person behind the Dark Order, which I, sadly, the way it's been executed, could not care less, unfortunately, about the Dark Order. It's gonna be Vampiro. (laughs) Well, you know, Paul says one thing, and then Spencer comes in with the fucking heat! (laughs) Only... Fuck NXT, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Only if Evil Uno takes his mask off and has been Vampiro just fat this whole time. <laughs> That's the only way so I'd be in on it. So him, we'll just throw him in now. Uh, of course, everyone thought it could be Daniels. Um, Marty Squirrel was the biggest theory because of his contract being up, but I don't know with ROH and stuff now. But a lot of people are saying if Hardy's contract is up when it seems like it'll be up, if they want to pay it off, that could be the perfect person to do it and reinvent himself all over again. Hmm. So it's totally, totally possible. Um, oh, who's, the, yeah. who's the who's right now? Who's the biggest person that they could sign AEW to like actually make shockwaves? Is there anybody? 
Hardy would be up there, I think. Right now? On, a, on like a... National. On like a... Your friend texts you because they know you're into yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Type of thing. They're like, yo, I just heard this happened. Sure. I, I will go back to... It wouldn't be as a wrestler, but I think if they were to ever to get... Kind of like what Spencer was alluding to... I think last year's pictures, like if they got Stone Cold as like an authority figure, you know what I mean? Or somebody like that, that like gave them credibility to a mainstream artist to just be on their product on a more regular basis. I think that would, in terms of in-ring talent, no, I don't. I, 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 there's nobody that, because that unfortunately isn't what is driving like buy rates and ticket sales and and ratings anyway. It's more so these returning people at the moment. They need to build people up to get to that point, but um, yeah, I don't. The only one would have been Punk, but I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he just goes on TV every month and says some stupid horse shit. Mm. <clears throat> Toby's having the time of his life. I Here love I am, it. Watching, watching my guy sit in a chair, wearing a polo. <laughs> I'll get him over. Pick, pick, pick Keith Lee to win the Rumble. And you learned who Keith Lee was 90 seconds before the camera started rolling. <laughs> Go, going back to AEW real quick. So um, pay-per-view is in end of the month. Uh, right now it's Moxley versus Jericho. What other yes. matches do you think are going to be on that show? Has anything been like teased or alluded to? Because I feel like all their big matches are just like kind of thrown on TV. There's one uh, Cody versus MJF in which Cody has had to do a number of uh, stipulations to get that match. He's had to face off against MJF's henchman Wardlow. He's had to, I think tomorrow night or this week's episode, he's getting 10 lashes. Um, There's that. He's getting strapped in it. And then he has to do, yeah, the cage match with Wardlow hasn't even happened yet. That's in a couple weeks. So that's probably going to be on there. Uh, I think they're building towards Page and the uh, Page and Omega against the Bucks for the tag titles, or Page and Omega obviously against somebody for the tag titles. Um, maybe Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. Uh, I'm sure again, just from what I'm remembering, of course there'll be a women's match. Maybe Riho and Nyla. Um, they're doing Dark Order and SCU. It's kind of settling into like regular kind of not like even an off season for them, but n- nothing outstanding just regular regular programming um pock mm. is uh is still yelling in a deserted street at kenny omega to give him <laughs> another match um yeah there's there's plenty of good stuff but not a lot of not definitely not a big built show so far uh they still have time you would th- you are you think they're doing that purposely because with wwe being on the, on the being on the road to mania do you think they're kind of dropping off on their shows a little bit and then once media season is over, then they'll then they'll get back with, you know, some more banger of shows. Uh, yes, the um, the possibly. XFL uh, type deal. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, it's something we talked about before. Like AW will never run Mania Weekend, but that's not just them now. Like MLW is not running Mania Weekend, and they ran the past two years. That has been one of their biggest shows. Um, but that's opening up talent to work. So now we see spring break, the biggest match being Suzuki and Orange Cassidy. Which, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. 
I mean, I, mean, I just, that's, I just remember for seven different reasons. Yeah, I just remember like the two, the two previous times we did Mania and we did all the independent shows the days before leading up to it. And I just remember going to all those shows. I'm just like, God damn it! Like I am wiped. And now mm. you look at it now, and there's like thirty of them, and in seventy two hours, and it's like, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you supposed to do that? Yeah. We last year we saw Ray Phoenix have to wrestle in a sweatshirt at like one o'clock in the morning because he had no time to take a bath from the four other matches he had worked that day. <laughs> oh, God. God. Um, like that's just like the kind of the way that it is, and it's crazy. Again, it just goes to how good everything is right now. There's a point I was going to add to that. I forget what the fuck. Dude, it was. I couldn't even do four improv shows in a day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember like when you used to do like 12 hours of improv in college and it would be like seven o'clock? It's like, I'm fucking exhausted. And like, all we're doing is like agreeing with one another. <laughs> we're standing and agreeing. <laughs> That's all improv is standing and agreeing. Um, and I feel like a fucking bus hit me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I want to point out, uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which was me and Tope wa- uh, watching Battle Riot and drinking alcohol, uh, Tope insisted that if you give him two months, he can do anything that Phoenix can do in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll hold on to that right now. I can do. Well, oh, I'm a. No. <laughs> 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 changed your mind six times. I've <laughs> never intense rope maneuvers. I don't know if you can hold, pull off. I, I I've never lost confidence so so quickly while talking <laughs> in my life. Like, oh man, I, I I could probably do like a standing backflip if you give me two months. How's that split coming along, Toby? Not great, okay. Bob. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Uh, the one company we haven't discussed, I'll just mention briefly, is New Japan, who are in the middle of a, we're in the middle of a, like a North American tour, which by all accounts has been, as Tope just said, not great, Bob, uh, for, for uh, ticket sales and not so much like critics, but all their, as we've talked about, I feel like I said like 900 times on the show, um, those shows are largely house shows for American audience to get people they don't see on a regular basis, their spots in. But I think unfortunately, because of how much wrestling there is, it's hurting them because people want more than that. There's an expectations like, Oh, new Japan is here. Where's my fucking super card of, of shit, you know? Yeah. So now when they're getting like gorillas of destiny and fin juice and like the main event and like, uh, where were the fuck were they? Like Raleigh, like, <laughs> That's <laughs> not good. I, I, I mean, that's just a guess. I know one show was like Okada and like Tai Chi. So it's like, sure. Okay. Something, I guess. Like, it's something. Like, if you want to just experience Okada. Right. Like, you, you, you've seen him live. Cool. But you're going to struggle to compete in this day and age in this market now with that because mm-hmm. you might have to hold on to those hard-earned dollars to go see the AW TV taping or go see fast lane you know what i mean like depending on where you are you almost have to compete it's seen the point where we talk about like the monday night wars killed television because every week you had marquee matches like squash matches were a thing in the past you had to give people 
what they wanted to compete. Now it's almost the same thing for live events in that if you don't have something special on the ticket, you can just wait a week and see another better wrestling show. Well, New Japan still hasn't learned their lesson because what wasn't it like the first show they ran in North America? The main event was Ace versus Ass. It was Tanahashi versus fucking Billy Gunn. It was so it's the like main event, but it was close. <laughs> was it not? What was the main event? Uh, I think that was that was the Kenny Cody match, right? For the U.S. title for the inaugural okay. U.S. title. Cool. Yeah. So we got Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. That's not that much different from Tanahashi versus Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, is. it doesn't have it doesn't have a cool title like Ace versus Ass. Now, if you told me you want to see Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes, or do you want to see Ace versus Ass, I, I can just be a regular small for speed. Yeah, I go Ace versus Ass because it could be anything. I don't know what the fuck that is. It could just be a guy with his asshole spread open in the street and somebody flicking an Ace of Spades at his rectum. I would watch. That. I'd be like, I want to go see that. Yeah, yeah over Cody Rhodes. I'd bet. <laughs> oh gosh! I, I don't know how reliable these numbers are. And first off, uh, there was North Carolina show mullet in uh, Durham, but I don't know Durham. how. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, <laughs> I was congratulating you for just even knowing that. Uh, I was making fun of North Carolina. That's all that it was. <laughs> I don't know how reliable these numbers are, but it looks like they didn't have one show in North America over 900 fans. You. I could I, I could tell you right now for the Nashville show that was the day of the rumble so so temper those expectations also I think uh they had Obushi scheduled and Obushi couldn't make it because Obushi got sick so they so oh, yeah. so so he didn't do any of the American shows you leave it to Kota Obushi coronavirus is spreading and he got something like different <laughs> like Obushi <laughs> just can't just play along with everybody else has to get something else I think it's just the flu. No, it had some weird name to it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? How did he get this? <laughs> it had like a full name and everything. So um, <laughs> that's the uh, yeah, that's the wrestling uh, wrestling review. Augie, you, you all good with that? Yep. All right, Augie. Which, <laughs> all right, Augie, which company does Dominic Dijakovic work for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh that one I got an XG. Okay, I'm going to do these in literally the exact same order. Which company is the Dark Order for? Okay, AEW. Okay. Which company is Myron Reed for? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I knew there was one of... Oh, God damn it. Um, was this the NXT UK guy? No, it's MLW. <laughs> Wolfgang. NXT UK. And Chris Statlander. I think I said AEW the first time. <laughs> All right. Four out of five. <laughs> uh, when's the last time you got 100% on something, Augie? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't mean on this podcast. Uh, yeah, the ST, what was the STD test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got them all. 100%. <laughs> you got I'm like the stitchers of snacks, I guess, where just all my diseases are holding each other up. <laughs> I, I was going to say, prank your test, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, well, let's get to, uh, if we've kind of wrapped up on the wrestling news, let's get to our Twitch picks, and we have a couple mailbags, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. Twitch, this, uh, this month, uh, short notice, I apologize, but it's a very, very busy month uh, for yours truly, so Twitch will be next. This upcoming Wednesday, from when you're hearing this, 
uh, February 12th, live at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the winner of the Pod Swoggle Rumble just a couple weeks ago was Jake the Snake Roberts, which is Rich's representative. So he'll be walking into the chamber. He'll be meeting five other competitors who will be determined in a series of five one-on-one matches that will be picked now. Uh, Rich is the champion. You will get to have three picks, uh, one from the roster, two anything you want. Widden for winning Rumble Pickums, you'll get three picks, two from the roster, one anything you want. Tope, you get one and one. Augie and I each get one. And as Spencer outlined earlier, he had a poor showing with Rumble Pickham, so he goes from champion to no representation for February. It's uh, zero or 100. Nothing in between, baby. There you go. Ain't first <laughs> you or go. last. Exactly right. Rich. Rich, let me get your uh, your roster pick. Sure. My roster pick <clears throat> will be... Is Matt Riddle in the game? He is in the game. We'll go with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, very good. Uh, Whitten, uh, one of your two roster picks. Man, Michael Michael Knight Whitten was so close to winning that Rumble. I want to give you kudos, runner up of the Rumble, Michael Knight Whitten. It was very yeah. close. Oh, man, uh, let's go with uh, let's go with two thousand two Undertaker. Oh, two Taker, badass Taker. Uh, Tope. Uh, is Matt Riddle in the game? Rich literally just picked him. Well, <laughs> cool. I want I want Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well played. Fair enough. Uh, Whitten, you get one more uh, roster pick? Uh, Let's go with... uh, uh, Do I want that? Let's go with Diesel. Diesel, okay. Very good. Now the anything picks. Very beef. Big beef. Rich, give me uh, one of your two anything picks. Uh, Give me old Mancer, Mance Warner. Your current AAW champion. Mm -hmm. Turn red light on, drink a light beer. Go to the pay window. Uh, Augie, give me your one anything pick. Okay, so I did some research on this, and I wanted somebody. I wanted to win, so I wanted. I got. Uh, I googled best elimination record. So mullet, please, uh, can you give me with a fourteen and six career elimination record? Give me Wes Bergman. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's, from the challenge. From the. That's from oh. the MTV Challenge. Oh, my God. I want to reiterate that this is happening from when we're recording this in eight days, and this isn't the Rumble. So what's your other pick? <laughs> well, let's see, next. Yeah. Just give, me a, just give me a white boy named Wes. <laughs> All right, done. White boy Wes. You got it. White boy Wes. Uh, I'm going that, easy uh, on Kanye's myself next because... White boy was. <laughs> White boy. <laughs> There's a hyphen it, but it's only the first name. Um, I'm going easy myself, and also I know we're we're leading up to March of Madness, so I'm going to go with uh, your reigning defending March of Madness champion. I'm going to go with Alistair Black. Ooh. Let's, let's let's see what happens, huh? And also, I just I, I it's eight nine eight days. I'm being I'm taking it cool. Uh, Tope, your pick. Uh, you. <laughs> If you just give him like a, a hat that represents him, some fine, but I want some beef. I want a strong man. So give me Burger Sting. So the Burger King, but Sting. <laughs> <laughs> the Burger Sting. Yeah, the Burger Sting. That's amazing. Isn't that the uh, WWE Masters of the Universe crossover action figure for Sting? <laughs> no, what? When they get Happy Meal toys, it's going to be the burger yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, done. 
Uh, Widden, your anything pick. Uh, my anything pick? Yes. Uh, you know what? We were talking about returns. This this man came back to the ring after after a little bit of a extended absence. Uh, but he's been helping me with my flexibility. Give me Diamond Dallas Page. Ooh, very good. All right, he's like a sixty-four-year-old man and worked the match and looked better than a lot of people. <laughs> QT Marshall. That, you meant to say QT Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, God, he su- he sucked for so long. I'm so glad it's we've been doing a wrestling baby. podcast for like ten years, and it's the first time we mentioned QT Marshall. And I'm sad that we had to do it in the first place, Rich. Mm. What's your last pick? Uh, my last pick is actually it's a. Um, I don't want to say it's like a, a celebrity pick, but it's a guest pick. So it'll just be in and out. Don't worry about it. Just, bro, I'm picking the big cat, Andre Scalarager. <laughs> Man, yeah, I really I want to make it. sure that happens. Fuck. All right, Rich, if the next eight day, if the next eight days of my life are really difficult, who do you want instead? <laughs> uh, Mermaid Man. That's amazing. It is prime. <laughs> so, the so Mermaid Man from uh, SpongeBob. Yeah. Okay, I thought I, I thought you were thinking Merman from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> so I was confused for a second. <laughs> Which I already have, so so well work for me. All right, if you can't find Mermaid Man, give me Merman. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Well, you I'm almost Mer- positive Mermaid Man. Give him Barnacle Man. Boy. I'll let you know what I find in the SpongeBob okay. uh, cinematic universe, the SCU. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Not that'll be. Let's get a swim joke, damn it! <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm tired. Rich, it's a very important part of today's episode. It's mailbag time. I'm going to take well, it to you. It's not mailbag time yet. <laughs> what is it? Because it's song time. Yes. So, if y'all don't mind, uh, this first one is something that honestly I should have said while I was picking. Uh, people to represent me. Chop through the heart, and you're to blame. I picked Walter in this game. Blam, blam. <laughs> That's the first one. Oh I had no, that, one. that was like a while ago. I, I had that one. Uh, okay. Two. Da <laughs> Tranquilo. I wanted that to suck. I wanted that suck so bad so I could just decide which of the eight points I could have given the week of the week drop on that floor. But fuck, he nailed it. 18 more of these, huh? Damn it. It's the, <laughs> it's the eye of the liger. It's the thrill of the fight. That's it. Good, good, good. <laughs> and then I saw his face. And I'm a believer. 
<laughs> this is Greg's old jokes are Spencer too. <laughs> I got me a rumble. It seats about 30. So hurry up and bring your rumble money. Hmm. Wait, what was the stipulation? <laughs> that I had to do him. So no, 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 no. That I had to fucking do him. Hold on. Well, shut up! What was the stipulation? <laughs> to do them. What do you mean? To do what? That there had to be <laughs> wrestling themed. Is that what it was? Wrestling puns. themed. Really? Wrestling themed. <laughs> Is that what it was? Tope? Right. Okay. I mean, technically, we're if we're if we're if, yeah, technically, technically. Okay. Look, so it wasn't wrestling some... themed. It was wrestling themed. He's got to do twenty of them. We got to yes. keep some of a little bit of the past. Where we're gonna wrestling. fucking yes, split hairs. Yes, absolutely. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Okay, then you're in the clear. Okay. Totally in the clear. <laughs> he will smoke you out. Riddles living la vida toca. That makes up for it. That makes up for it. Hold me closer, tiny man, sir. Oh, Count the bright <laughs> lights up the up high that way. <laughs> Early morning, let him in. Knock, knock, knock on the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have 12 more. <laughs> you make me feel like I'm living a velveteen dream the way you turn me on. It's honestly <laughs> impressive that you know this this... You have to know, like, quadruple the number of wrestlers and songs in order to get the good ones together. Oh, Mom, you just jealous. It's the villain, boys. You got to fight for your right to money. (laughs) (laughs) Had I I known you were doing this, we wouldn't have talked about, like, stockholder news for 10 minutes. (laughs) Cut it out. He's only halfway through. A little darling, don't shed no tears, no straw and no cry. Well, sorry. Oh no. Layla, you got me on my knees. Layla, I'm begging, darling, please, because there was a wrestler named Layla. Oh, okay, well, that one's true. <laughs> yeah. That counts. That counts. That counts. <laughs> I'm sitting on the dock of Bay Bay. You've used. No, I guess. No, never mind. You're speaking in Spanish tongues now. That's all you're doing. Sombra. Yeah. Fuck off. That was impressive. Go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, go, go, Johnny, be wrestling. <laughs> That's all you have for your boy. Hey, remember, remember the time that in Gainesville that uh, your coworker told the the band that you knew how to sing and they made you go up and do Johnny be good and you forgot all the words. <laughs> <laughs> hand while I was coming up to do it and he played this song with a bloody hand. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Ooh, I look just like Buddy Murphy. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Oh, and you're crazy Mary Dobson. Is that a twofer? 
No. Okay. Very kind of you. Oh, that's one. Here I am, taking a drink again. There I am, up on the stage. Here I go, riding a horse again. There I go. Adam Page. Oh, God. When a problem comes along, dragon screw like whip it before the cream sits out the wrong. When something's going wrong, dragon screw like whip it. Dragon screw like whip it good. Know that we can bro kick each other, then get up and call me fella. Ella, Ella, <laughs> and finally, they say we're green and we don't know. We won't find out until our hundredth show. Well, I don't know if I've paid my dues, work my leg, and I will sell for you. <laughs> I got kayfabe. <laughs> I got faith. Oh, man. Any insane monsters that listen to this show want to do a medley and put all of those to songs, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, that was some some very quality. Some of the finest work that's been done in the history of this podcast. Thank you. And now that I have a power back. The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! Hey Spencer, do you see this box of nerds? I see it. You see this? Yeah. Pour Tupperware and eat them one at a time. <laughs> uh, can you please uh, record that by the way so that could be on our Patreon? Do okay, you want me to do it while we're doing the podcast? Or you want to wait till I Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this is gonna be a, this is gonna take a long time. I'm like well, I'm wearing yeah, short shorts. A stupid beanie. Like I look like. Hello, everyone. My name is um, Spencer Hamilton, and <laughs> welcome to Jackass. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Rich didn't say what orifice to eat him with. I guess so. You know, interpreted <laughs> so, it. Going in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can continue on. Oh shit! All right. Well, I can't. On you. Up the mailbag. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> you have to record all of this. Goodbye. <laughs> oh. 150 of these nerds. I'm three in. <laughs> Five. All right. I, I, I can pull up the mailbag on okay. my computer. Uh, great. So, Podswoggle mailbag. This is... Uh, who the hell sent this? I'm, just, I'm thankful, Rich, that you didn't make me snort these. I mean, the, if you get halfway through and you wanna, and I want to, if you wanna <laughs> take a shortcut, you can crush them all up and just fucking take them straight to the dome. <sighs> all right. Uh, this is from Desi13 on Twitch. Subject line This guy's got jokes. Yes. Yes. There we go. All right. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just run through them. Uh, okay, let's do it. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. Fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a hot start. It's a way that's, too hot of a start. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot start. Birdly. Why do lions never leave the savannah? 
I don't know. Because of the Ellie fence. The L.A. fence. Wow. <laughs> L.A. fence. I want him in the rumble. <laughs> Don't stop giving me ideas. You know, I'm, uh, I'm reading this book about anti-gravity. I just can't put it down. No, it's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's one, one, and one. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I have no idea how to feel about the elephant. Uh, so yesterday I ate some food coloring. My doctor says I'll be okay, but I feel like I've died a little inside. <laughs> That's a thinker. Yeah, I'm for it. All right, this is the uh, penultimate joke that we have here. Okay. Two sailors were on a boat and wanted to smoke, but they didn't have a lighter. So they threw one cigarette over and made the boat a cigarette lighter. <laughs> ah, okay. That's a, an insane <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh, That's fucking That's great. Honestly, oh, uh, thank you for explaining the word tiny to me. Or fuck, I fucked it up. Oh no. Hold on. Okay, here we go. The last one. Oh, good, because I'm wearing my glasses so I can read this really great. easily. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Uh, where is it? Okay, here. Thank you for explaining the word many to me. It means a lot. (laughs) 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 That's that's good. That's good. How are we doing over this? Um, still got, I don't know, maybe another 85 to go. I lost count. Excellent. Um, Oh, you were counting. I was going to, I forgot to. Um, I've got a, I've got a joke if we're doing jokes. Okay. Um, boy, I remember... Hold on, wait, what is it? I remember when I first found out about universal remotes, I thought to myself, boy, this changes everything. Sounds <laughs> like Christopher Walken a little bit at the beginning of that. I remember. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Uh, our next and final submission to the, to the uh, mailbag. Do uh, y'all want to take a guess what we got in here? It better be fucking jokes. Well, you're wrong. It's haikus. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't this ask a, for those. This is, of course, <laughs> sent in from our boy, Sue, Sue. William. Uh, hey, guys, I've got a few thoughts on wrestlings, and, and I thought I'd share them in the form of haikum. haikus. 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 No, I yes. said haikus. Haikus. Poems in a 575-syllable frame, for those of us who forgot. Um, and honestly, I love this shit. This is very on brand. Uh, our first haiku. Raw has not been bad, but SmackDown has been dog shit. <laughs> Literal dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shingo is awesome. Hiroki Goto is a complete fucking geek. <laughs> okay, I thought that was the second line. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Apologies to Liv Morgan. Seriously. The thirst is real, dog. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Hangman Page is the next ace of AEW. Love that tipsy asshole. That's like a long one. That fit in the parameter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangman Page is the next ace of AEW. Love that tipsy asshole. Okay. Uh, That's all he's got. Uh, thank you very much, Suit. Oh, 
I'll open it up. Of course we want jokes. I'll take poetry. I'll take haikus. If you want to write monologues about wrestling so Rich can dramatically read them. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said it loud. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Give us your creativity. We know. You listen to us, so obviously you have uh, a certain taste. (laughs) And, And you fucking love the weird shit like this as much as we do. So throw us your creativity this way. Absolutely. Keep vamping. I've got uh, another, that. Um, we got another episode to record. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, this, is, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a two part box of nerds. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, while Rich was doing those song puns, I, I randomized the matches. And uh, speaking of creativity, uh, these matches are it <laughs> for next week on Twitch. It'll be uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus uh, either Andres Galarraga or some form of a merman. Uh, Alistair Black versus Mance Warner. That's just fun. Uh, some white guy named Wes against Diesel. And then you gotta love the randomization. The Burger Sting versus The Undertaker. <laughs> and what does that lead us with? What does that lead us, lead us with? Matt Riddle versus Goldberg. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, fuck it. That's what we're doing. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Potswoggle. Um, of course, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. We can be found on arcadeaudio.net along with the other podcasts in our network of shows. You can support by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. Great bonus content over there. Just in the past week, we were able to put up the uncensored Rumble Twitch picks. Uh, if you want to hear all the bleeps, and there were a lot of them from that, uh, that crazy episode, and also Augie's Rumble picks, and eventually you'll get to see, I guess, Spencer eating a box of fucking nerds. Uh, that's that's worth what the you price came here for. <laughs> Spencer eating nerds. Uh, follow us on all social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. As I mentioned, the next Potswoggle Title Tournament will be on Wednesday, February twelfth at nine Eastern. If you want to join the joke haiku creative train, go to arcadeaudio.net/slash/potswoggle/mailbag. Leave us whatever it is. Rich will read it. No matter what it says. We've had basically uh, upgraded our iTunes reviews to rich reading whatever you put in the mailbag. Uh, any other final plugs? No, I'm busy. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, with that, we will start with final thoughts and Widen. Listen, y'all people better send us some more jokes. Holy God. shit. Damn it. Going hard oh. as a motherfucker on these guys. Yo, Yo, give the man a mic and a fucking manager license. Let's go. Also, <laughs> at the end, though, he sounded like a thugged out Budweiser frog. <laughs> more. more jokes. More jokes. Nah. <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. I hope Spencer throws up from these nerds. <laughs> I know he won't, but I just, oh, boy, dream. I thought you were gonna go so much worse on him. So, so uh, I'm, I'm, it, one at a time is evil. Spencer, any final thoughts? Have you ever seen like nature documentaries where they're like, and here we see a chimpanzee using a stick to eat ants. That's exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> Augie, final thoughts. Uh, no, nothing. Thanks to this episode, I'll remember going forward that Novak Djokovic wrestles for NXT. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It'd been great if he'd still fucked up the company there. Uh, so pay final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, apologies to Charlie Caruso, and, and just so Rich knows, me and Mullet have been doing puns back and forth on Facebook for like the last year. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad you finally did that one. Rich, Tope introduced the concept, I'm like, I can't believe Rich hasn't done this yet. I got five right now, so now when either one of us have a bad day, we just send it to the other one, and it makes their day so much fucking worse, because you have to respond with one. And Look, man, it's not bad. like I... I... It's not like I couldn't do it. I it just fucking man time gets gets away from us all. You needed you needed something like Spencer leaving you mid rumble to really <laughs> drive you into over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever whatever works. For, you. for Rich, for Augie, for Tope, for Spencer, for Witten, this is Mullet Center for Potswell. We're wrestling podcast for entertainment. We are slogging off. Nerd. <laughs> The Luke Gallows joke. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.